0: What follows is a series of case descriptions concerning people who have been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And following the case description will be a series of questions with multiple choice answers. Case L, patient is a 45-year-old male with primary progressive multiple sclerosis who presents in an outpatient PT facility for initial evaluation with an expanded disability status scale EDSS score of 3.5 and a dynamic gait index DGI score of 16. The PT also had the patient perform an exercise test to determine peak workload. During the six minute walk test, he was able to walk 302 meters. Test was performed without stopping or desaturating, however, the PT noticed a weak cough. Patient has had no prior history of cardiac or pulmonary condition, is a non smoker, and denies alcohol use. He is a teacher at the graduate school level and requires standing for long periods of time, walking short distances in the classroom, and occasional computer use. Recently, He has been reporting shortness of breath during teaching and finds that he has to sit down during most of the lectures. He has maintained most non-work activities, although he is no longer able to operate his sailboat because he is worried about his balance. What follows is a series of questions based on this case. Based on this information, what can you determine? A. Patient is at high risk for falls. B, patient performed less than age-predicted norm for the distance on the six-minute walk test. C, the patient is using an assistive device for ambulation both indoors and outdoors. D, the patient has had a recent relapse of MS. Next question. Based on the information given and best available research, which of the following is correct? it is likely that this patient is below age-predicted normal pulmonary function level and his pulmonary deficit is restrictive. B. It is likely that this patient is at the level of normal pulmonary function. However, as his MS progresses, he will likely develop an obstructive pulmonary deficit. C. It is likely that this patient is below age-predicted normal pulmonary function level and his pulmonary deficit is obstructive. D. It is likely that this patient is at the level of normal pulmonary function. However, as his MS progresses, he will likely develop a restrictive pulmonary deficit. Next question. The petition the PT begins inspiratory muscle training for this patient and gives this as a daily home exercise program. What are the intended effects base, based on best available research? A. Increases in vital capacity, inspiratory vital capacity, tidal volume. B. Increases in inspiratory reserve volume expiratory reserve volume, forced vital capacity, and inspiratory vital capacity. C, increases in inspiratory capacity, inspiratory vital capacity, vital capacity, and functional residual capacity. D, increases in forced vital capacity, forced expiratory volume, Forced expiratory volume, minus one second, and FEV1 to FVC ratio. Next question on the same case. PT considers beginning a cycling aerobic exercise program for this patient to improve pulmonary capacity, mobility, and leg strength in order to reduce risk of adverse events and encourage tolerance and attendance in a regular exercise program, which of the following exercise recommendations are appropriate? A, 20 minutes of continued cycling at 45% peak workload. B, 20 minutes of intermittent cycling, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds rest, at 90% peak workload. C, 60 minutes of continued cycling at 65% peak peak workload. D, 60 minutes of intermittent cycling, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds rest, at 80 to 90% peak workload. Next question. By performing aerobic exercise, which of the following is to be expected Based on the best available research applied to this case. A. Improvements in the quality of life measures, activity level measures, and body systems, body function level measures. B. May increase overall levels of fatigue. C. Only effect on activity level and body systems or function level measures. D only effect on body systems body function level we'll go through one more case case m patient is a 45 year old male with multiple sclerosis originally diagnosed at age 29 when he experienced left upper extremity weakness and paresthesias for 5 days he has had one episode at age 29 and has had three episodes since then. Once when he was 32, once at age 38, and once at 44. In between each of his prior episodes, he has had nearly complete recoveries. However, over the last eight months, he has been re- experiencing slowly decreasing muscle strength, decreased balance in situations requiring him to move quickly, and slowly developing new onset of symptoms such as frequent urination. His most recent MRI shows a total of four lesions of the cerebral cortex, spinal cord, and lateral cerebellum. Currently, his primary complaint is fatigue and difficulty with ascending or descending stairs. He has fallen once in the last six months. Current medications include Avonex, which is interferon beta-1a, administered once a week intramuscularly, and Celebrex (in parenthesis, celecoxib). excuse me. The PT decides to introduce a strengthening program via eight repetitions at 50% time one rep max to three muscle groups, and an aerobic exercise program via stationary bicycle at 12 on the Borg scale of perceived exertion. Question. Patient reports increased in blurred vision, slight weakness, and tingling in the toes of both feet immediately after exercise. What is the appropriate next step to be taken by the PT? A. Continue current exercises in future PT sessions, however, with half the duration and intensity. B, reassess one rep max and Borg scale, take vitals and monitor closely for three hours. C, inform patient that sensory systems following exercise are temporary. In future PT sessions, continue exercise at the same duration and intensity. D, contact referring physician to inform of deleterious results of exercise and consider reevaluation by physician to clear for continued exercise. Next question. This patient has a clinical presentation consistent with which type of MS? A, primary progressive. B, progressive relapsing. C, relapsing remitting. D, secondary progressive. Two more questions in this case. Next question. When considering prognosis going forward, which of the following aspects of this case indicate a slow progression of disease? A. Younger age at onset of initial symptoms. B. Incomplete recovery of visual and physical function following last episode. C. Presence of pyramidal and cere- cerebellar signs. D. Long time period to convert to secondary progressive. Next question. Best Based on best available research, which measure is the most appropriate to document fatigue level? A. Fatigue scale for motor and cognitive functions. Parenthesis FSE. MC B Fatigue Severity Scale, parenthesis FSS C Brief Fatigue Index Slash Inventory, parenthesis BFI and D Global Fatigue Index, parenthesis GFI